Hey everybody, we are back with yet another gripping conversation with a very young entrepreneur. Her name is Kamakshi Agarwal and she has started up an Indian shapewear brand which is known as Vachik. With an amazing online presence, you can all check it out on Instagram too and I know ladies, the excitement is real because a good quality lingerie has been like the need of the millennia for now. So guys, let's get behind her eyeballs and be ready to absorb all the wisdom that's going to come your way today. So without further delay, let's get chatting with Kamakshi. Hi Kamakshi. Hi, how are you? We are good. How are you? I'm fine. Okay, so tell us something about yourself and your venture, Batshik. Uh, the name is so creative and catchy. Like how long were you brainstorming with it? Batshik actually came in my dreams one night. I was actually brainstorming a lot. And I think name is very mm-hmm. crucial to sort of figure out. Uh, so I did take, mm-hmm. a, you know, like three to four months with names. And I had this register where I had all the names jotted down. I had around 70 to 75. But Batshik was the most sort of appealing one. And when I sort of conducted mm. my market analysis, people responded a lot well to Batshik rather than any other name. So we just sort of went ahead with it. Okay, uh, you uh, said a very nice term market analysis in here. What, how did you do that? Like, uh, so, uh, by what was Google the process? Tests. So market analysis, um, like everybody will want to confuse you and say that it's a very broad sort of a term. But it starts right mm-hmm. next to the person who's sitting next to you. Like you just have to trust your instinct first and then just play along. Mm-hmm. Like, so what we did was, uh, all my female friends, I sort of communicated to them, mm-hmm. I took their feedback, especially um, in product development, in design, or, you know, just logo design in general, just sort of uh, asking quick mm-hmm. questions to people and just, you know, just irritating them mm-hmm. in the middle of the day. But yeah, so market research <laughs> is very simple. You just have to start. Starting part, I feel, is very okay. um, difficult, mm-hmm. wherein we self-doubt and question ourselves a lot but once you sort of mm-hmm. get the stamina to begin then I think it's very easy you can just ask random questions to random people and that can help you a lot okay that's great uh, knowledgeable very knowledgeable so um, now let's go back to your college days and uh, could you just tell about your college and what were the subjects that you studied And by talking to you, we get a sense that you always had a knack of entrepreneurship. So uh, how did college shaped this this, uh, dream of starting your own company? So I never knew I could become an entrepreneur. And like I, Mm -hmm. uh, right after school, I actually did CA, like, uh, CPT exam and you know no. just preparing for the exams there but in college first year mm-hmm. I realized that you know CA is something that I didn't want to pursue uh, then I got into the mm-hmm. dramatic society Hansraj dramatic society and it was great mm-hmm. there so I never sort of attended lectures mm-hmm. but yeah I um, always had this um, you know stamina you could say so entrepreneurship is a lot mm-hmm. more about the stamina and the time that you can put into. And mm. I feel that all these, um, you know, societies like 
Hansraj Dramatic Society. I was in the Commerce Society. So these societies really sort of prepare you in terms of stamina, like long hours and you know the proper dedication towards it. So I feel like mm-hmm. it's it's more of um, being a a group person and just uh, being very comfortable with interacting with people. And secondly, stamina. So yeah, it's a mixture of your personal traits. I feel that help you a lot in your entrepreneurial journey, rather than just you know relying on a subject. But for sure, um, like I did my BCom honors from Hansraj College, and then I also pursued um, mm-hmm. a one month course from LSC. It was um, management and decision making oh. summer school. So yeah, so I was very keen on always studying about management and other theories, uh, but yeah, I never sort of knew. Great, okay. it's like a chance uh, realization kind yeah, of a thing. Sure. So it's really nice, actually. Yeah. So um, you did one month course from LSE. So that was different from uh, the one that you were offered late. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the that? second course uh, that I did was um, master. Sorry, I did PGDIM from Guru Gobind Singh. That was a one-year course. Uh, wouldn't recommend. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, I, I, okay. I just sort of did it because I needed the one year to pursue master in finance, or uh, because they needed like four-year mm-hmm. uh, sort of, you know degree plus I um, I also did my research project that year which was um, you know on uh, the gender pay gap in India like why men are paid more in the same job as a woman so yeah so that gave me a lot of time mm-hmm. to sort of research and figure things out plus I did CFA level one so I, I always had this knack for Ooh, finance nice. and so that's why I mm-hmm. I took a yeah. year applied for all the top colleges, got into all of them, got a scholarship from LSC. Oh, but yeah, great. but then then I sort mm-hmm. of uh, declined it. Yeah, so um, that's great. I mean, you chose something that's close to you and that you want to pursue, um, and that's nice. That's really nice. And people should do this. Listen to your gut. That's it. So I want to ask you, why did you not like uh, go for placements or something like that? So was there a period of self-realization in between after graduation? I did um, sat for placements and I did got a job with Deloitte. Um, McKinsey, I flunked mm-hmm. very bad. <laughs> I always wanted to sort of be there, but the interview was very bad. Um, yeah, and I also did a lot of internships in between with small startup mm-hmm. organizations, especially, you know, uh, like they weren't um, very, what do you call it, different in, in the sense that it was my family businesses only, uh, my friends, my cousins and all of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it did help um, give me a lot of insight and shape my approach. So uh, now coming back to the venture, let's uh, talk about uh, why did the, uh, from where did this idea of shapeware came to you? Like why this only out of all the things that you have researched, how did you come about this idea? So when I sort of started my journey and started researching, I found this huge gap in the launch day sector. Wherein there were two Mm -hmm. uh, very, you know, peculiar things that I found. One was that it was very male dominated. 
um which i did not know mm-hmm. especially in terms of the workforce like yes it is founded by male but people who are working in these organizations are also 60 to 70% male so that was very you know um i think pestering like why why aren't there women owned businesses in mm-hmm. this sector because lingerie is something very private mm-hmm. to females yeah so exactly that was the first thing i felt and secondly quality so in terms of quality there aren't good brands who are producing good quality they're producing very mm-hmm. mass and massy stuff you could say uh plus very mm-hmm. repetitive repetitive sort of old uh, collection so mm-hmm. like um you know not naming brands but there's this one brand who has presence in india and Europe and USA, they have an entirely different collection for the US and UK market, and a very mediocre sort of collection mm. for India. So you know, India that exactly. gap, and you know, just mm-hmm, sort of uh, yeah. underestimating the consumers. Like, why will Indian women want good quality lingerie? Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so we wanted to sort of fill mm-hmm. that gap, produce good quality stuff that is surely essential. Plus, I felt that shape is something that's you know um a closet essential and you just need a shapewear with you like whenever mm, you sort obviously. of want to look good in an outfit you just you need makeup right um so yeah you just need a shapewear because mm-hmm, you want to feel exactly. good yourself like it's not for someone else it's basically for you you to rock a particular outfit two things that you mentioned in this answer were very very uh, great uh, like the observations were perfect because first thing was that uh, why men are working in these companies uh, when they are not able to wear a bra they exactly. won't know how how a female goes with the bra uh, recently i thought of this that when i was in school when i was teenager i was not wearing branded underpants my brother <laughs> on the other side my brother has all the branded underwear all the branded exactly all the branded ones because yeah, for happens. females for females i think men ka if you see the advertisement also na for men the underwear ka advertisement is very like <laughs> macho and stuff like that with females ka to nobody is even caring ki वो ब्यूटी और यू नो उनका मार्केट so you know you spend lavishly on clothes then why compromise mm. on intimate wear so this was um you know one of the questions that we've dealt with also changing mindsets of people has been crazy so like you said that you know um above 1000 is a little pestering for you to buy but you know if you just go to zara and you pick out a dress for mm-hmm. 3000 you won't think Thrice, if you're looking good in it, so it's very important mm. to sort of um, educate mm-hmm. Indians as well that they need to up their game with lingerie and they need to sort of demand good quality because <laughs> MNC mm. will only produce good quality for India if there is a demand. So yes, they are right in what whatever they're doing because mm. they are sustaining and they're selling. But yeah, the the perceptions are shifting for sure. Mm. Uh, women's needs have mm. not been fulfilled properly, so there is mm. demand for sure. 
if if there are more india see the jockey and all they are all foreign brands if there are more indian brands in uh, laundry industry then uh, mm-hmm. the price gap won't be that much you know like see so uh, kamakshi you um, f- you're focusing uh, on uh, shapewear only na but she is focusing on only shapewear for now or february then another product in march and so you're doing a lot of hustling bustling here and there Oh my god. Okay, so great. Nice. All the best with that. <laughs> okay. I think uh, uh, the next question would be very perfect for this stage because you hmm, are in that initial exactly. stage and the hustling and the bustling. So that's the next question. Uh so how are these initial days? Like how is it? And also we read somewhere that you have in your caption in one of the Instagram post mentioned that your father was the first venture capitalist or something yeah. who who invested in your business so uh, uh how was it like what was the thought process and His how thought. how your family helped you in in the venture and how is the venture like initial days of the venture how does they look like my father knew from the beginning that i had a knack for entrepreneurship when i did not he was actually pretty happy when i declined um llc mm-hmm. and my my plan for masters and i wanted to start my own venture so he was very convinced and more than happy but like yeah mm-hmm. i had my father on my side plus i have always been um, you know someone who does whatever i want so <laughs> i yeah i'm very persistent in that way <laughs> and if i want to sort of achieve something i i work tremendously hard yes but i do get through that so um initially it was extremely hard to sort of mm-hmm. you know just uh, brainstorm on products and just get the you know quality right the design right because i i am not from a fashion background so yeah so we had a lot of hiccups we hired a lot of fashion designers mm-hmm. but that went downhill so we had to do a lot of things on our own but what helped us the most was um, our community mm-hmm. so uh, when i was prototyping the shape fair i actually went to all the females that i knew in my um, you know just friends family friends or just anyone who was ready to try on the shape fair mm-hmm. so i used to go at their house i used to fit the product on them listen carefully to their feedback and you know change that in the next sampling round so i did it for three three rounds and then at the end when everybody was convinced but not before that so it wasn't a easy sort of you know just take the money and Ooh. do whatever but yeah so it was a very well thought of that is so <laughs> inspiring to be honest so coming coming back uh, we all know that social media management and digital marketing can be challenging at times so i want to ask you that according to your experiences what would you suggest like if one want to scale up um, his or her instagram for any reason be it for personal branding or stuff so is it necessary for them to take up a digital marketing course or course or uh, uh, just like just um, you know um, there are given uh, what do we call it uh, instagram provides their own guides to do it accordingly So what do you think that I feel um, that if the you are very do. passionate about sort of being a social media manager then you can definitely go in for a course but if you um if you just want to do it for your mm-hmm. venture or something that you are doing currently then i would suggest not to sort of um 
you know just go through courses or anything you can definitely browse and uh, sort of up your skills that's always a plus point so it's i think it's completely your choice if you think that it adds value and it's worth your time you should definitely go for it otherwise um instagram is something that you know you have to give it time like you just have to post regularly you have to put in good content good graphics and you know stories uh, otherwise it won't work like it's not something like there's no hack for it it's a lot of time and a lot of patience that is involved in producing good content so it's all about what mm-hmm. you put out there yeah that is so true we have seen your team on butchik uh, instagram handle and uh, we would like to know more about it because i think it's mostly predominantly a women's team and also they are mostly of the same age as you you are so uh, who all work with you and uh, how so do they contribute to the startup working with us and they're very good at what they do uh, we only have one male <laughs> so it's completely mm-hmm. female you know led and owned only one male is there in our tech team with hmm. yeah and he's been since day one so he's pretty supportive okay. and, you know always is uh very sort of soft when it comes to lingerie and listening to our, our demands so he's been a great addition to the team but yeah other than that i feel everybody hmm. is pretty young yes but uh we do have um a few experienced mentors um that are guiding us so you know they uh, hmm. i have my father yeah but um we also have a few outside mentors mm-hmm. who sort of assist us in other operations uh then we have in house team engaged completely in fulfillment mm-hmm. and you know order processing customer support and all of that so we have uh different freelancers working with us that that is mostly part time but um we have full time staff with us mm-hmm. um, who manage all the operations and um you know fulfillment plus we have mentors so that's Mm-hmm. designing and uh, uh, i think you must have tailors as well because no no we no no for making the um, things we don't do it in house that's separately done yeah. okay okay so okay okay so that is that is nice so kamakshi what motivates you to go on consistently like how does one find the courage to persist because this is the thing that this is the thought that of scaling and what ifs uh, challenge a lot of beginners out there so what are your thoughts on it you know it was on entrepreneurship only and uh, so she was a female founder and the same question was put up to her and she actually said this very beautifully that's why i'm quoting her uh, she said that that if you tell an entrepreneur on day 1 before they begin the kind of hardships and the kind of uh, pitfalls you are going to face any entrepreneur will back out like they would be we do not want to sort of go on this journey but uh, mm-hmm. for me it has been super fulfilling mm-hmm. every day is super super fun uh, but it requires a lot of stamina so every single day there is entirely a different challenge that you face so if yesterday you feel that you know you've conquered a then the next day there's something b or worst c waiting for you to sort of you know just you just wake up to b and c so these problems just keep coming up like every day it's something else and scaling up i feel is the most difficult and 
you have to be very very patient um yeah so i think a brand needs um a lot of time a lot of effort yeah. entrepreneurship is not for everybody like if people want to pursue entrepreneurship i would highly recommend first joining a startup seeing how the culture is how people are working because it's very tough you can't mm-hmm. say no <laughs> you can never say no uh like if you have a nice job mm. and a very fancy office you can definitely say no and you know you can put your needs forward but in such a tough environment you can never say no to your boss you can never say no to anybody so yeah so it's entirely a different culture and i feel that not everybody mm. is up for it that's why you know they they didn't like you don't know mm. how much sales are going to be tomorrow you mm. you don't know mm. what problems are going to creep out or you know you have to mm. solve the other day so it's it, like at night i usually reflect back mm. on what i did the whole day and it's completely different every day yeah but on a side note i love it <laughs> like i mm. love every single day yeah i i love it <laughs> also oh, you're doing what you love yeah, that's the best thing I'll actually sort of mm. burst into laughter. Oh, oh, how did this come out? So yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I I love it. Oh, great! So mm-hmm. okay. So uh, on that note, the last question of uh, this podcast. Uh, so, what advice would you like to give out to young people like us, <laughs> figuring yes, out yes, what wants. they want to pursue so, in life? you know shortlist and narrow down ki you know i want to do only this <laughs> do not set long term goals um everybody's mm-hmm. goals keep on changing mm-hmm. so don't do that don't listen to your friends mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i i highly recommend not listening to them because see everybody's <laughs> journey is so they would definitely recommend what's best according to them but that might not work best for you so you should always concentrate more on building your path trying everything mm-hmm. out if you think that you know you can go in a b c try all of the three before shortlisting and you know there are so many ventures um open to take interns just work uh, don't expect too much but just go out there just keep on hustling i feel and then some day or the other you'll Uh, yourself only know that you know you have to do this your way. inspiring just do mm. it like don't think so, so much about it just try try for a week try for 14 mm. days tell mm. them okay. that you know you're available for 14 days mm. for a trial period and then you will take a call but on on mm. on these 14 days you will give your best so i think any organization will take you if you go through this mm. period na kya 14 days try kar lo we don't need any money mm. but um like if we are good at it and if you like us then you can hire. thank you so much kamakshi for taking time out and letting people know about your journey and your challenges and how did you cope up with them thank you thank, thank you, you so much nice talking so to you bye you. good night bye So guys as Kamakshi said keep trying and keep hustling until you get there I would want to take you guys a bit back in history where Lord Krishna preached Arjuna and the very famous shloka goes like karmanyavadikaraste ma phaleshu kadachana ma karma phalhe turbhu ma te sangostva karmani which translates to you have a right to perform your prescribed duty but you're not entitled to the fruits of action never consider yourself to be the cause of the results of your activities 
and never be attached to not doing your duty. Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 verse 47 So guys, I would urge you all to not attach yourself too much to the outcome. But you know, just try and you'll find yourself living the answers of the questions you're having today in the very near future. So I'm giving you guys a lot of positive vibrations and energies and I'm sure that you'll get there. For sure. Just trust the pace. And most importantly, stay tuned for more episodes only on EmpowerX.